0: You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104.
1: You can get that on Beatport. Head over to beatport.com and you can buy it and help us spread the word and get the uh, get the track out globally. Uh, especially after today, when Leticia came out and said maybe the nightclubs won't be opening on October 22nd, which is in about a week, Friday week. The uh, decision is going to be made on that on Tuesday. Which, again, a lot of promoters, DJs and nightclub owners are all like, thanks very much for the lastminute.com. Yeah, the decision will be on Tuesday whether or not they're opening on the Friday or Saturday. Sure, loads of time. They've given them loads of times. Anyway, chatting there about um, Squid Game. Squid Game is officially uh, Netflix's most popular show. Uh, Bridgerton was, it was viewed, the biggest launch, 88 million viewers watched it initially. Now, 111 million accounts watched um Squid Game so it's the most successful show that they've ever launched ridiculous stuff anyway Asisha has not yet watched it yet but a few messages coming in 100% it's class Mr. Marley has said that Patty said love Squid Game you need to try it and I don't like scary things but I watch Squid Games no problem it's not bad at all
2: now you're saying it's horrendous people are getting shot in the head randomly
1: yeah, yeah but it's not like all that that's only parts of it I suppose
2: but then other parts are getting tortured in different ways yeah
1: yeah no it's not even torture Just death.
2: Adele, why are you finding this appealing?
1: Squid Games is brilliant. The only thing I enjoyed this year on Netflix. Yeah. No. So, yeah. Okay, I
2: will. I will give it a try over the weekend. You
1: can give us your report, your class report on Monday morning.
2: I will. I'll report
1: back. Lovely day. Happy days. Uh, All right, we've got a message in from... um, Oh, by the way, quickly, can I just say,
2: uh, thanks to Alan... Uh, Alan sent me in a birthday present
1: oh yeah we're not going to talk about your, your B-Day in October
2: well I have to because I wasn't here so uh, someone actually half-opened the present in the office thinking it was for them, and I can probably tell you who it was. Yeah, uh, who? So who assumed, do you think it
1: was? It wasn't me now. No,
2: not you. No, not you. Who do you think opened I'm it? One of your good friends. Uh, I'd, say I thought, <laughs> I'd say he thought it was for him. Are you
1: blaming Crossy?
2: Crossy may or may not have well, opened half well, my huge present. huge
1: allegations made here on the show I this evening now. I wasn't
2: there. Can I just I,
1: say that Saoirse's comments do not reflect the station or the management's uh, views or opinions, and uh, don't sue us, Crossy
2: you call him a thief no you can totally see me yeah you call him the thief yeah I am Crossy yeah, yeah. the thief I just think that it was probably placed on his desk because I don't uh, okay. have a desk there was and no then name on the thing I don't no think no name on the thing uh, so yeah
1: Sheena. actually maybe there was no I don't think there was
2: okay anyway I opened anyway. it up what was it Retro cereal
1: Ah, oh, classic you
2: got Lucky Charms in there Everything is in there So thank you so much Alan Appreciate that Cereal is so good Cannot wait to eat that when I go home
1: If I could live on cereal for the rest of my life I, I know, would happily, love it. happily live on cereal forever You would It's yeah. the greatest thing in the world I think it's just because it's so easy You don't need to prepare anything You don't need to put salt and pepper on a thing you know, ah, you Cut you things need up You
2: to put in your mouth then
1: So good Do 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 Job done Okay Anyway, moving on.
2: Moving on to something I found very interesting. So thanks to people that actually get in touch with us with their problems. I feel like one of those... um,
1: Agony ants. Yeah, a little bit.
2: therapist. Yeah, I feel like a therapist. Uh, But I picked this one out because I just thought it kind of... I've heard this being said a bit and um, I want to see what you think of it because you are in this situation. Anyway, this is in from Shane, right? Hi guys, I'd love to know your thoughts on the following. I've been with my partner seven years and we've spoken about getting engaged for some time now but are trying to get a house sorted first. That was always the plan. We have since put a deposit down on a house that my partner wasn't so keen on as it's not in the area she originally wanted. She's now saying it should leave more room to buy a more expensive engagement ring. I'm a little taken aback by this. Uh, The more we spoke, the more upset I've been. She's expecting a ring of 10 to 15 grand... (laughs) We both have similar jobs and similar wages. I've been saving for years as a she to afford a house together but I certainly don't have the money to buy her anything close to that price tag. I was thinking more in the region of two to three grand max. Do girls expect this kind of money to be spent on a ring and are guys paying that? Cormac, I know you're engaged. I'm wondering what you make of this. Thanks, Shane. Shane you
1: are engaged, engaged. you can you don't leave, need to disclose get this your deposit, deposit right back and go home.
2: He hasn't bought it yet.
1: Oh, good. Well then, you keep your money and run away.
2: This is a, a new thing. I have a few friends now that are saying uh, we're going to get the house before we get engaged. Yeah. So they've discussed when he's going to propose. Like that, I find that bizarre. Yeah. Should it not be a
1: surprise? It should be a surprise. I would say it should be a surprise.
2: Like you shouldn't be planning. Oh, we bought the house now. So
1: oh, is it next year? Yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, it comes into the equation because life is such a kick in the teeth right now financially that you have to. That's so depressing. Consider those things where That's it's like, so oh well, you know, no one can afford to live anymore or buy a house, so you have to do those things. But the ten to fifteen grand is insanity. Ten
2: to fifteen. You would,
1: I would need to be on like uh, two hundred grand a year before even considering. Okay. that amount of money.
2: Now you're going to hate me for this, but do you not think? No. The more that you spend on a ring, no, I as, think it's a waste guy, of money. I
1: think it's a waste of money.
2: Listen to, me, hear me out, right? Yeah. As a guy, right? You're with your partner what ten years.
1: Nine ten yeah nine yeah, yeah
2: okay you're with her nine ten years you kind of know after maybe four years that you're like okay she's the
1: one but what if you don't have a job
2: no but you know she's the one yeah
1: right, but if you don't have a job after four years what are you saying you should be saving for yeah you
2: start saving then when you you know that this is the girl that you want to spend the rest of your life with so you start saving and then by the end of it yeah you actually have a decent amount of money there
1: well, what's a decent amount of money.
2: Well like That's very on how subjective much, It depends on how much you can save And that's very
1: much of the situation okay. you're in because here you go which is more important a rock on your finger or a roof above your head
2: No I'm not saying that you should oh, I think you are sacrifice no, I think I'm, you are. I'm just saying that I think if you uh, invest a little bit more money So
1: you stop calling it an investment it's a waste of money
2: No I don't think it is cause think She's going to wear the ring forever
1: I know she's going to wear it forever but what utility does it provide? Nothing no, but it shows a series of commitment. Yeah, but you're going to get a wedding band for a fraction of the cost for that anyway. That'll do just that. Girls have been brainwashed into yeah, thinking that just, diamonds if are if everything. If you can
2: just pop, No, it's not. Yes, everything. it is. But if you yes, could just pop is. to the shop tomorrow and yeah. buy a ring, yeah... yeah? In a jewelry shop, that's oh no! I know, I know you're you. saying I know, it, and it, you're like, it's a token you of
1: your of your let's say sacrifice or meaning, and it shows that's that you care I mean. and put value yeah. into it, right? Yeah, a lot of bollocks. Yeah, that's what no, it no, is.
2: no. It's meaningful yeah. because you have actually it, said to yourself, "You know what? She's the one for me, and I'm going to put." Why a do little you need a rock
1: that was that was dug out by an eight year old boy in Africa somewhere in a in a mine, risking his life? Why do you need a rock to signify your love?
2: It's not necessarily that you need to. Have this rock to signify Why do you need your 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 blood diamonds
1: to be put on a ring, Saoirse, to to quantify your love?
2: But you should take marriage very seriously. And you can without
1: uh, using slave diamonds.
2: No, I know you can Mm -hmm. do that, yeah. But I'm just saying that I personally think that if you are saving a little bit and you're investing in this person, that you're probably going to be more committed.
1: Okay, and what are you investing in them? nothing it's a you one-sided mean? you're not saving up for a ring for years you don't have this pressure as a woman you are able to save for a house and just expect that you're getting a 15 grand ring on your finger and on top of that as well this is one of the reasons why I think if men are wants- under such pressure and such stress that they don't talk about these things because the ring is such a show-offy thing. It's not an investment. It's So you can go off and show off with your mates and one-up your friends. It's the only reason a ring exists is to one-up your friends. The only, you know, this idea of a ring should be a three-month salary, a, ma- a three-month salary for a man, right? Mm-hmm. That was coined by a diamond company or ring jewelers back in like the 1920s this was only out of a marketing campaign that these people I did I know that yeah. so it's all horseshit right uh, but then men are under an incredible amount of pressure especially if you want to try save for a house when you don't have to cough up three times your salary for a, a drone or a, a night out you know what I mean there's no, there's no equivalent so when you're saying I just the think- house is more important than a stupid ring and if you're not happy if she's not willing to love him because he won't get her a 15 grand ring she doesn't love him because she is far too concerned with material goods and material items. And because she doesn't even have to cough up any money for an engagement, that, uh, that's it. You know, you want your equality and your feminism and stuff. So you've got to get rid of the ring and this expectation that men should sacrifice so much and be put under crippling amounts of stress to provide for a rock
2: okay, but to show that you love you. Now you're engaged, yeah, yeah? I am, yeah. Can you disclose? I won't ask how much, but was it expensive?
1: Uh, nowhere near 10 grand, nowhere near 15 grand nowhere but near. it
2: was still very expensive you did save up for it
1: uh, I did save up for it why did you still, do that then uh, to keep her happy
2: exactly to keep her happy
1: Yeah, again to keep yeah. her happy so she wouldn't be moaning like like you and other people that's yes. the only reason The only, but not, not as a token so of my had love so she
2: turned around and said look just get me a ring for 50 euro
1: yeah I would have yeah even I think even. they're a waste of money and I also think wedding days are a waste of money because it's one day as opposed to putting the money yeah, towards no, I, your life I, I agree
2: you know with I mean? that
1: and I think the ring's the same it's a con and it's a con that men have to deal with the stress and pressure over and not women it's one way in which I suppose it's better being a woman because you get to have a big fancy rock on your finger but it's just it's another another thing when no one can afford to live or save up or pay rent and then it's like well I'm expecting like 10 grand you no, have to be on at least 100 200 grand a yeah. year to be considering that
2: no I, I agree with that I think saying 10 to 15 grand is ridiculous. But That's I just insane. I just think that if you're going out with someone and next week you can go down to your local jewelry shop and just buy any old ring and say, oh yeah, when you marry me, there's no thought
1: put into that. And But love is something that you do every day. It's not in a ring. And there's another thing I think... Yeah, but it's I a think,
2: sign of commitment no, though, not
1: But like a normal wedding band is a sign of commitment. Uh, you're signing, the marriage forms are a sign of commitment. Like, I just think that this brainwashed idea of putting your feelings into a ring. And it's just, there's so much one-upmanship about this as well, dad. They don't want the ring as a sign of their love. They want it to show off and they want to go to their friends and go, oh my God! ah!" And it's just rubbing it in each other's faces. I think girls a lot of the time love being better than their friends they love having bigger weddings they love having bigger rings and it's not for the guys so they can go in and show off their ring they don't care about the relationship I'm literally going to show you they don't care about the relationship
2: my friend uh, was looking at rings today right sending me pictures okay ridiculous and this is actually a true story she sent me a picture of this ring I don't really like the gold band on it right so she sent me the gold band and I said I don't really like that one I like the silver one and she said oh but the gold is way more expensive that's what she said The, the gold is way more expensive
1: what's that got to do with your love what's got that to do with your relationship at all and what are you getting for him are you getting him an engagement ring no. an engagement necklace is she buying him a Rolex
2: no she's
1: not why not Why? Do you, that's, you should have a wedding Rolex right so, so he puts a ring on your finger you should get the exact same amount in a watch back or cufflinks stupid expensive cufflinks and you should save up for years because I know he's the one and why don't you put away money instead of putting it on your hair and your nails and your makeup and your nights out and all that shit
2: Did. She not get you a drone No,
1: no she didn't know. <laughs> and we will have talks about this later.
2: No you won't. No, you won't. And you'll look at her ring and go, Isn't that lovely?
1: I couldn't give a shit about the ring.
2: It is a lovely ring though, I've seen it. It's again, a lovely
1: ring. Do not care. I again don't see the utility you, you did, from it. Okay, I do see the I do see the utility in it in that it keeps her happy so she can talk to her friends and finally go, Oh, I'm not gonna be left on the shelf. But like as a thing, it doesn't change our relationship. You know, I know what I mean? But a ring changes. does not change. Changed her with it.
2: If you are still not with a ring on your fingers at this stage she'd be way more crabby, okay.
1: <laughs> oh dear God. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one oh four. If you if you and I know there's so many people in this situation that are expecting expecting stupid amounts of money on a ring they're also expecting a stupidly big wedding they're also expecting you to have enough money for a house they're also expecting you to have enough money to take them on a holiday to Santorini (laughs) they're also expecting you to buy them flowers every second day of the week as well when do we get a break lads I don't know I don't know
2: Oh dear Greedy bitch Do you want, do you want me to dump get The, the her, Mr. small Marley. violin No because you'd want A gold encrusted
1: <laughs> violin With diamonds in it Going I'm not getting That violin I need an expensive uh, violin I
2: just think You know Saving up and investing
1: It's not way. an investment It is It's though. a cost It's a cost to it's the wedding It's showing your commitment Okay, no, okay. It would be an investment If you're planning on Selling it in 10 years Then it's an investment Or it would be an investment If it was generating An income or value off it but it's not
2: but then when he cheats at least you can sell it okay that's fine it's
1: an insurance policy for yeah. her then so not investments, investment it's an insurance policy that's
2: handy
1: uh, greedy bitch right totally agree with you Cormac thanks very much Alan 0876797104 I know someone who spent 14 grand on a ring she was afraid to wear it because it was so expensive and got he got her a replica ring for three what? Jesus Christ what why would he do that why would she do that that's the other thing. Would you not be terrified of losing a 15 grand ring?
2: Uh, I guess I would. Why would you yeah, bring
1: that much money out with you? You'd be, like you'd, be, you'd be mugged. I'd love it. You'd be mugged. You'd walk down the boardwalk sell. and it'd be gone.
2: No, I, I would take the 14 grand ring happily. If oh, anybody no. wants to, to no. buy me an engagement ring for that much, I'll take it.
1: I will. I got engaged seven years ago with a stainless steel skull ring from Amsterdam. It's not about the ring. It's about the love. Thank you thank you. All you shallow, superficial bitches out there need to get your head out of your asses. Ten grand can be spent on a cabin to get rid of your teenage. Oh,
2: I'm just being honest. <laughs> I'm just being honest now. I wouldn't be happy.
1: So your, your, your with, idea would, of a, a, a regular quality, ring. So your, your idea of uh, a solid relationship is based on money.
2: No. You, no, it's you, not. You know I'm not like that. I'm not like that. But I think if I was to get engaged, it's such a big deal.
1: I, would you, would you take I would a ring for a hundred euro? no I wouldn't why not what if they loved you what if they were just at a, a bad time at the moment they hadn't got a then lot of wait. cash
2: we'll wait oh, we'll, we'll wait, wait there's, for how no, long? Rush.
1: there's no, no rush so a thousand euro some people well, can't do, will never be able to afford a thousand a euro ring you ever. say this right we yeah. can't
2: and then you'll go and you'll buy drones and you'll buy camera lenses a drone and stuff. was
1: like 500 quid yeah
2: all of this answer, and that
1: will make me money back from doing a... drone jobs no, Yeah.
2: no because you even said this yourself it will end up just gathering dust in the corner and I
1: sold it and I got my money back can't resell the engagement you ring. Eno-
2: you had enough to buy it at the time,
1: but it wasn't. Exp- it wasn't so just fourteen grand. Put
2: that aside. If you don't notice it, put it aside and then no. let it build up and then invest in no. your partner. And, I was investing and in myself.
1: Him. I was taking drone shots of her. That was an investment in her. Drone footage.
2: Also, what's this nonsense? Once again, Cormac is spot on. Please,
1: hang on. Thank you very much.
2: Please, you ne- you're never spot on with these
1: things. Hang on a second. Uh, yeah, thank you very much. Is that from Phil? Happy days, Phil the marriage forms are a sign of commitment but the divorce papers are a sign of courage
2: <laughs> yes. yes I actually uh, that is very I'm a good. Cormac
1: on this one yeah see there you go I think and as well the whole scam when you start looking into the, the, the diamond industry you know it's a big scam they're keeping all the diamonds off the market to inflate the price of them that's just bullshit I know why does your love need a rock on your finger like, how insecure are you? If you're ask are every you?
2: girl now, right, well, why don't we just not have any rings? Yeah. Now, can you tell me that all of these girls, there'll be a very small percentage that would be happy with that?
1: What do you mean? Well, if you had, a, I'm talking a wedding band, fine. A wedding band you'll get for a, a couple of hundred quid.
2: Yeah, but two you, the two of you have a wedding band.
1: Job done, yeah.
2: How many, how many girls, would your fiance, honest to God, would she No, be happy she wouldn't. With? No. no. How many girls would be? Very few.
1: Well, this is when you need to uh, grow and develop as people
2: I don't want to grow as a person now
1: need to realise that all this ring malarkey is bullshit or if you really want your true equality that you are going to put the same amount of money as a sign of your commitment on your partner's hand like what do what do lesbian couples do?
2: I don't know actually
1: look I wouldn't do be do both of them expect a ring?
2: I don't know I actually don't know. Do or I know gay any? couples
1: as well, because this is very much a, a gender, a stereotype no, actually, gender roles here where men are meant to cough up and No, actually, do you
2: know what? I've, I have a few gay friends. I've gone to their weddings and they both have a band, but obviously it was just kind of not super expensive, you know, just like the price mm. of wedding bands. Um, friends, I have one friend who's engaged to her girl, well, fiancé now. No, one of them had the ring, yeah.
1: She pr- she proposed. Well, I wonder what they do in that situation. Then she proposed. Okay.
2: So no, only one of them has a ring. But I, I I'm not against you know buying himself something. Yes, you were. I wouldn't be though. Yeah. Oh, it's are just you not Are the you saving thing. up? Have
1: you found the one ever? And are you starting to put a bit of money away No? <laughs> oh no. Are you going to plan on putting a bit of money away if you ever find him? No, because it's not the done thing. But like. Oh, it's no. not the done thing. No, it's not. Yeah, it's though. not the done thing, I'd lads. Like we can, go screw, like a lad, a can go screw ourselves. If you're a lad, you go screw yourself, right? I feel
2: like a bit of a doormat if I did that.
1: But it's that's equality, isn't it?
2: I would though because no one else. So does you don't it. you
1: don't believe in equality? That's fine. Okay. You well just if Lance, I was to buy him a, Ro- a
2: Rolex, yeah, buy him a Rolex. I just don't think.
1: Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. Well, There's no need. To buy him a, 10, a fifteen grand Rolex, and that's a cheap Rolex, by the way. I saw a Rolex I'm giving him me. On how I oh, yeah, but like no, no, give him something <laughs> valuable, seriously. Come on, that hasn't been used before, <laughs> brand new. I have a friend who lost an engagement ring that was worth fifteen grand and was dumped the next
2: day. Oh damn!
1: Sorry, what?
2: Why would they dump her? She's lost it.
1: Uh, when I finally got my proper engagement ring, I lost it about nine times but never lost a skull ring. See, there you go. I'd be too afraid. Anyway, read that message out again will you, okay, before I'll we take a break. i read
2: this out, okay. Now, I don't agree with the price that she's asking for, right? I wouldn't be putting yes, the price... Yes, you do.
1: On. Be honest now, come on.
2: No, I wouldn't. I you wouldn't. would be expecting would 20, turn, 25 grand. What I, I turned down a 20, 25 grand ring. No, of course I wouldn't. Okay, hi guys, I'd love to know your thoughts on the following. I've been with my partner seven years and we've spoken about getting engaged for some time now but are trying to get a house sorted first. That was always the plan. We have since put a deposit down on a house that my partner wasn't so keen on as it's not in the area she originally wanted. Now that's just a bit sad. She's now saying it should leave more room to buy a more expensive engagement ring. I'm a little taken aback by this. The more we spoke, the more upset I've been. She's expecting a ring of 10 to 15 grand. We both have similar jobs and similar wages. I've been saving for years, as has she, to afford a house together, but I certainly don't have the money to buy her anything close to that price tag. I was thinking more in the region of two to three grand, max. Do girls expect this kind of money to be spent on a ring, and are guys paying that? Cormac, I know you're engaged and wondering what you make of this. Thanks.
1: Shane. Shane, go. Just leave. Just leave.
2: What do you mean? I just think as well, but
1: it's such a a start of a you know I think it puts bad taste in the mouth kind of thing for the side of that relationship because he's going to resent the ring if he can't afford it and if he's feeling under pressure to provide for and he can't how much other sacrifices is he going to have to make how much stress is he going to deal with he's not going to enjoy that relationship because he feels now he has to he doesn't get to it's like a job it's like a transaction it's like a responsibility that he doesn't want to do it's like oh you have to do this now can
2: you lie and say it was more than a yeah
1: say you lie that's not a bad idea she wouldn't be able to tell
2: although she gets it insured and they're like ah it's only worth
1: Five yeah. grand. only only worth five grand. Yeah, like. but if Piece she wants piss. one for
2: fifteen, and they tell her it's only worth five, she wouldn't be happy.
1: Um, maybe if she wants that much, shouldn't she put money towards her ring then?
2: Now, how many people are actually saying to their partner, "How much are you going to spend?"
1: But this is but this is what I'm saying. Probably a lot, but it's these comments that he'll hear at family dues or nights out. And he's like, no, 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 I, I wouldn't accept that. Or when she's commenting and bitching about other people's rings. And he's sitting there kind of going, she's expecting me to turn 10 grand on a fucking ring.
2: Nope. Sweat dripping off your head. <laughs> 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 oh God, really? Jesus. But did she ever ask you how much you're going to spend? Or how much you did spend? Did she ever ask you?
1: No, we, no she knows because we went in and, and got it oh right so you told her this is went into a pawn shop and I gave her £20 and I said you oh, no, find you whatever you say,
2: want you have you have, have yeah. within this amount mm-hmm. to spend
1: yeah so we, we knew yeah and she knew but like because again on top of that trying to save for a gaff, trying to do all those other things I'm like no way but did you
2: give her a region because that's awkward or did you just give her money was, and say go and buy a ring
1: I gave her uh, €150 Euro and I said now
2: no but honestly how did it work nice. you went with her yeah you looked at rings. I got, you I got, a, I got a. Don't give a
1: shit about the ring. I, I, I got a, I got a. What you call those things? A placeholder ring.
2: Yeah. First. Yeah, yeah. Got one of them. Yeah.
1: And and did the thing. Yeah. And then went to jewelers. Yeah. And looked at our options. <laughs> we were like. So you asked them
2: what's in the region of whatever. Yeah. And then they bring out rings and then she picks one.
1: Brought out a book and a sheet and said, "You're gonna have something from this, from the lost and found. There you go." And I was like, "Well, you're not paying for it."
2: And then you just hand over your card and that's the end of that's
1: it. That's the end of that, yeah. Yeah.
2: And you get no drone.
1: No drone. No Rolex. <laughs> no presents. More stress. Were
2: the the is in that shop? in the
1: <laughs> shop. No, it was actually just... Uh, oh, just a ring shop. Just a ring shop, okay. yeah. Um, yeah, so and then you're still expected to be able to cough up for, for everyone else. It's one of the downsides of being a lad. I mean, it, most things being a lad is absolutely great. It's 100% brilliant. But then this shit, you're like...
2: <laughs> well how long like were you saving for ages
1: no nope.
2: what do you mean now I wasn't well you just spurred the moment you were like all oh, well, I'll do yeah, it on,
1: I suppose. no I was saving for a bit yeah but yeah.
2: like see you were
1: saving what? I don't know
2: leave her keep the money change your name and move to
1: Australia F- solid well, point okay you can't drive a ring no you can't you can't drive a ring no you can't she can, it's just, I just it
2: I it is a car, isn't it's it? It's a, dead, it's a
1: new car. Dead money.
2: 15 grand is, is a car. And everyone's
1: like, oh, but then you can pass it on to your kids. I have no kids. Nothing. I don't want them having my money. You're mad. Yeah. <laughs> Any thoughts? Oh, 0876797104. Should you, like, is it reasonable? Is it a reasonable thing to expect your boyfriend or whoever to cough up a stupid amount of money? And what would you do if you were in this situation? If you kind of got the feeling that herself wanted 10 or 15 grand or maybe one of your friends is in this situation where she thinks he should be spending <laughs> 10 or 15 grand.
2: Or have you ever gotten a ring or maybe you've given someone a ring and they're not happy because it not cost Oh my God, that must be horrible.
1: One. Imagine that. Imagine someone spends all the money they can afford and they're like, oh, is this it? Yeah. But then you know you're the, they're not the one really. Eh? You're kind of like, mm, forget about to the money, ring,
2: buy a good home first. See, that's it. But they bought their home now, and it's in an area. Apparently, she doesn't.
1: So they really have. Want the, to live they they have, to have. So he definitely doesn't have ten or fifteen grand.
2: No, he doesn't. He said he does not.
1: So if you just after all that, after deposit, after all your legal fees, none of that, shit.
2: Yeah, he said, I certainly don't have any. Sorry, what did you say? Uh, I certainly don't have the money to buy her anything close to that price tag.
1: Yep he should wait he should wait as you said wait 30 years right and then spend 10 grand on a ring because 10 grand in the future will only be worth about 6 euro and then he can say you wanted a 10 grand ring and because of the depreciation and inflation I got you one and it's worth piss there you go Anyway I have to take a quick break 0876797104 Any thoughts When he's expecting He's expected to pay 10 to 15 grand for a ring Would you be well
0: You're listening To the Room 104 podcast With Cormac Moore And Sir Long FM 104
1: so This message That was yes. sent into the show
2: This message that was sent in Hi guys I'd love to know your thoughts On the following I've been with my partner Seven years And we've spoken about Getting engaged For some time now But are trying to get A house sorted first That was only the, That was always the plan We have since put it upon down on a house that my partner wasn't so keen on as it's not the area she originally wanted. She's now saying it should leave more room to buy a more expensive engagement ring. I'm a little taken aback by this. The more we spoke, the more upset I've been. She's expecting a ring of 10 to 15 grand. We both have similar jobs and similar wages. I've been saving for years as has she to afford a house together, but I certainly don't have the money to buy her anything close to that price tag. I was thinking more in the region of two to three grand max. Do girls expect this kind of money to be spent on a ring and are guys paying that Cormac I know you're engaged and wondering what you make of this thanks Uh,
1: move out rent your room find someone else job done yeah so ladies is that what you're expecting if you're in a relationship is that what you're expecting himself or herself that's ridiculous insanity is that what you're expecting them to uh, pay and how much like how, how much are people spending on rings what would you expect and why aren't you spending anything on him that's the other question we need to ask I don't know what here. the I'm
2: not in that uh, like thing yeah I'm not in that ballpark at the moment um, I mean I have friends that have gotten engaged I have friends who have spoken about getting engaged and I've, what do
1: they want like what are they looking at what, uh, price honest wise honest to god
2: I would I would say 10 to 15
1: grand uh, tell them to go home tell them to go home
2: I've got two friends who would 100% and are their
1: partners on like 200 grand a year no well, are they like normal, they're, they're average on, jobs? They're
2: on probably a little bit more than, than average. Yeah.
1: But even still, that's... They're
2: probably on 80 grand a year.
1: If they're on 80... What's your take on for but 80? I mean,
2: still, you know, you're paying your mortgage, you're Nearly paying everything. Nearly
1: 100 grand. I don't know. The majority of the people are not anywhere near 80 grand, by no, the way. No, no. I would hate to have a ring worth that much. Defo getting lost. That's it, like I would 100% lose a ring worth that much. 100%. Give me a nice promise ring. That's See, I wouldn't. Emma.
2: I wouldn't lose it. I wouldn't lose the ring.
1: You might. You don't know that. You might. You might put it down somewhere and knock it over, I and now it's down I down a drain somewhere.
2: Wouldn't take it off.
1: Uh, you can get a nice free ring from the Barnbrack in October. Maybe that's an <laughs>
2: option. Uh, do you remember they were always huge? <laughs> yeah. They'd only fit maybe on your thumb.
1: Kieran, hundred percent. And you know what? It's the thought that counts, isn't it? it's the thought that counts you cannot love is so priceless that diamonds and gold couldn't even quantify how much you love someone so there's no point in even buying it
2: now this is an metal. interesting it's one only a metal I would hate to have a ring worth that much give me a nice promise ring like a promise ring is also a new addition like my mom was like what the hell is a promise ring is it you're going to promise to be with them forever a promise ring, I think... I thought it was after you get married, you get a promise ring.
1: No, I think a promise ring is that one day you promise to propose to them. But never do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got your <laughs> promise ring, babes. Ooh, see ya. Bah. But now it seemed a placeholder ring. That would be the, the correct term, would be a placeholder. So that's just there.
2: So basically it's like you're mine, you're off the market. Put that on your finger. Put
1: that on your finger. The deed's been done, but we just have to finalise the plans now. So yeah, it's a Is that holder. not just an
2: engagement ring then?
1: No, no, but it's a temporary one but you buy the pla- placeholder because you don't want to cock up the ring and get her something she hates so you put that on the finger and then you bring her in and she can pick whatever she wants
2: So you, that's a cheaper type ring? Oh yeah And you wear it on your ring finger? Yeah, yeah Weird, never heard of that
1: But like, as like well, you might get a ring that's way off the wrong size as well so you don't want to risk that You might yeah, get a I ring that she hates
2: That was the one that you proposed with?
1: What? A promise ring It is, yeah
2: I thought that was a totally separate
1: ring. Oh, you're thinking you want three rings now? Yeah, So you no, no, want no, 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 the placeholder ring, rings. placeholder ring. No, yeah. no, that's just like the, the dummy ring so that she, you can get her something that she won't hate. There's a promise
2: ring somewhere there. I think it's maybe 10 or 15 years after you get married you get a promise ring.
1: Ah, uh, there's not. There is. Just give me a mood ring and I'll be happy. Hang out. on. Happy there days. Def-
2: there definitely is.
1: No. Alec, 100%. Yeah, a mood ring, be a bit of crack, changes with how you're feeling. That'd be, that'd be cracking up. There's some, some like uh, use to a ring that might work
2: I need, I need to check what a promise ring is look they're proper rings
1: no I know they're proper rings but they're a couple of hundred as opposed to a couple of grand when we're talking about it
2: I don't know Like, there's some very expensive ones here Mm-mm-mm. it's all it's all very confusing anyway
1: oh my god I love this April how are you it's just disgusting to think of outing of putting a price on love what is wrong with people shallow empty lives could not have said that better myself why how screwed up is your relationship that you need to justify it by spending stupid amount of money on blood diamonds
2: you're wearing
0: it forever you're not though you are though
1: you're gonna die no she's wearing it forever yeah but so what though
0: a lot can happen in the next three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance
1: plushcare.com slash weight loss
2: So she it's it's good it's actually cheaper in the long run think of all the presents you're going to get oh, her over yeah, the, the, years the years for the anniversary and but at Christmas least you buy them an iPod
1: or an iPhone or a pair of sunglasses they can use it for 40 years what can you do with uh, add that up now yes yeah, so what cheaper
2: they're it's getting sh- more utility actually, and
1: value out of it it's
2: actually cheaper
1: I'm just know. that now
2: it is cheaper in the I'll long I'll run i don't think it is anyway if anyone wants to buy me a
1: 15 grand ring 15
2: grand ring yeah i'm i'm here
1: and remember the most important thing about a relationship is the money you're willing to spend on each other <laughs> not the values it you have has. not the share the shared experiences not the the beliefs that you have or okay, your future plans it's all about the money that you're willing to put into no, precious No no hang on a second i That's am it. joking
2: 15 grand is a huge amount of money but i'm saying that if you can just willy-nilly tomorrow pop into a jewelry shop and buy a ring Then you have not invested in that relationship. But
1: it's not about the ring, it's about you coming to the point where you want to declare publicly that you want to spend the rest of your life with someone. Yeah, you need to know you want to
2: spend the rest of your life. So you save up, you put a bit away, and you invest.
1: No, 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 no. The whole reason for the marriage ceremony is because you stand in front of your peers and your family and your parish and your community and you make a public commitment that's when everyone sees you making this commitment and that's the big deal it's not the ring on the finger it's that you stand up in front of everyone and say do you take this woman or do you take this man that's the commitment the the 15 grand ring is bullshit that has nothing to do with it that's That's just an advertising thing that's
2: only because you're paying
1: yeah I know it's only because of paying of course I'll be like we're keeping this
2: yeah exactly
1: but it's not the other way around no it's so there we go Bring back more. I think we need to campaign over this bit more quality, so lads can get a fifteen grand Rolex.
2: In fairness, not one person that messaged in tonight agrees that you should spend anything near that.
1: Christ. So, Hank. Price for that. Anyway, we must move on. Still to come on the show. Music from Lewis Capaldi, but how gaming, especially violent games, may not make you a violent crazy person. That's on the way next.
0: You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon FM 104. It's Cormac and
1: Certia here on Room 104. And you know, there's been stigmas going around for years if you're a gamer, that if you game too much, you're gonna get aggressive and violent and lonely and depressed and hate the world and cause mass murders, mad stuff going on. But but can online gaming and gaming of any sort have any positive benefits to you? Is there some stigmas that we might need to address? Is there some? Uh, is there another side of the coin that the angry parents don't want you to know about here in 2021? And you might have been gaming a hell of a lot more over the last year as well. But uh, joining us to talk about that question and a lot more questions when it comes to gaming is a psychologist, is a research director, is a, is an award-winning author as well. She set up a, a organization called Take This, which you can find online at Take This on Twitter, but trying to debunk some of the stigmas and misconceptions around mental health and gaming and providing supports as well. But we're delighted to welcome onto the show, Dr. Rachel Coward. How are you?
2: I'm great. How are you doing? We're doing really well. I'm so glad to have you on because, you know, I grew up being told, get off the PlayStation, get off the Sims, get <laughs> off your Nintendo, because it's really bad for your brain. Yes, uh, it's,
3: there's no evidence to suggest it's bad for your brain. Like if you look at the 20 plus years we've been studying games at the end of the day, the results are more positive than negative, or at the very least neutral. So we can start there as our baseline for the discussion. It's not ruining your brain.
1: Oh, well, well that's good. It kind of, that kind of just fly in the in the face of it, I suppose, of, again, like all of us who were brought up in the social we were told, you can spend too much time on it. There are negative consequences to it. And you're better off going out onto the street and playing with real friends instead of locking yourself in your room. Oh, there's
3: so many loaded phrases in there. I heard them too from my parents. I mean... Just with everything that came before it, you know, the same panic we had about crossword puzzles, the same panic we had about Dungeons and Dragons. And now today you see, we talk about Dungeons and Dragons as it's super creative and a great way to spend your time. and. Maybe one day video games will end up there as well. But research-wise, we are there. Games are great stress relievers. They're great for social connection, as you pointed over the last year. Honestly, I think they've been the saving grace of the last
2: year for a whole lot of us. Now, is there a difference between the types of games you might play and the benefits that they have?
3: Yes, absolutely. So depending on what you play, um, we'll inherently change what you get out of it. If you're playing online with friends, there's going to be more social benefits. If you're playing a game that has a lot of puzzles, like your Legends of Zeldas or your Tetris or those kinds of things, you're going to gain different kinds of skills and abilities, but across the board, every game has something to offer. Even like Grand Theft Auto, which I know gets a lot of hates from parents everywhere because of the explicit content, but there are things to be learned, like visual spatial skills, map navigation, like Regardless of the content, there are things to be positive things to highlight.
1: Um, Like, would you ever admit to any of the or acknowledge some of the negatives? Because I got into gaming at the start of the pandemic a little bit more for the social reason. We used to, after work, um, three or four of us would would just play uh, Call of Duty or Warzone. And I'm terrible at Warzone. Like, I am the worst player in the world. But I got really, really angry because I kept getting killed early. And then the lads would go to bed and it's four or five o'clock in the morning and I'm just like, no, no, no. I need to finish on a, on a good note. You know what I mean? And I got to the point where I had to delete it off my PlayStation because I looked in the mirror one night and I looked like hungover. I had bloodshot eyes and I was just getting really... I was getting really narky and I wasn't sleeping properly and I was just having a huge, you know, a lot of negative impact. So I was like, the best thing to do is to just um, cut ties with it at the moment because it was causing too many problems. But I mean, obviously there's probably a balance and when to know when you're maybe doing a little bit too much of it.
3: Absolutely. I mean, anything, too much of anything is not a good time. Uh, And games are inherently engaging. You want to play them. You want to be better at them. I'm also so bad at first person shooters. So I understand that sense of frustration uh that comes with being killed first always um so yes there are definitely negative things to consider if someone you know if your child for instance if parents usually are the most concerned is having you know staying up too late missing school missing work then you know there's a conversation to be had there
2: so what did your research look at then in particular specifically the social impact of games so
3: how engaging socially online can impact our ability to engage socially offline so this can again from concerns of parents. This was height of World of Warcraft era is when I kind of got into this work. And it was my kids are engaging online. Online friends aren't real. She said in air quotes, which you guys can't see that I'm doing right now. Hmm. Um, So that must have a negative impact. But actually, research has found that's not the case. We're not seeing a difference in social ability. We're not seeing a difference in the way that these friends are perceived. Online friends can be great sources of social and emotional support.
1: Now, are you just being funded by the big gaming corporations to come out and peddle this stuff because so many people it just sounds counterintuitive that being locked away in a room makes you or or at least doesn't have a negative impact on your your social skills yeah so
3: i am not paid (laughs) by the big companies and i'll be fully transparent when i started this research i 100 expected to find negative outcomes because i was training to become a therapist i was seeing parent after parent with the same concern and i thought inherently from the outside in it seems like something should be happening but that's that's not what the research says and i think I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that online friends are not kind of this separate black box category, right? I play with my neighbor or I play with my husband or I play with someone online and then I meet them at a convention, right? These relationships are very fluid. It's not just
2: kind of like all or nothing. And is there a time limit that you should put on yourself if you are into gaming or does it matter?
3: I mean, there's no magic number, for everyone it's going to be different. If it's starting to get in the way of doing things that you need to be doing, then that is too much. I would say, you know, I strain is a real concern. You need to look away for 20 seconds every 20 minutes or so to try to prevent that nearsightedness from kicking in. But other than that, it's about balance,
1: really. There's, um, I, I know a lot of people who listen to the show would be big gamers as well, and there might be some young people who are, let's say, 17, 18, 19, maybe still living at home and getting abuse off their parents for playing these games. What is the best way to convince their parents that this is actually a really, really good, important thing that they should be doing more of, or at least uh, they shouldn't be getting flack for doing it?
3: Mm. I think a good, good advice for the kids. And it's also the advice I give to parents is show them what you're doing. I think a lot of it is just the mystery. I see my kid alone in a room talking to people on a headset that I can't see. Show them, you know, look, I'm exploring these vast amazing worlds or I'm leading teams on Fortnite or I'm, you know, X, Y, and Z, what I'm building cities in SimCity, whatever it might be doing by getting rid of some of the mystery then maybe that will help parents see, you know, oh, look, he's playing with his friends at school who he has to still stay six feet away from and can't really play basketball with at the moment right now um, or whatever it might be.
2: That's really interesting as well, because when we were younger, obviously we were told gaming is really bad and, you know, it's going to wreck your your brain and stuff, and then we spoke to people making huge amounts of money from gaming.
3: Yes, it is a big industry. It is it is more lucrative than movies, music, and television combined.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's nuts. And even like uh, there's there was an, there's an Irish uh, Jack Septiguy his name, but he's an Irish YouTuber slash streamer sorry yeah and, and he was in a recent um, he was in a recent movie what was a free guy with Ryan Reynolds so I mean as, as you said they're that big now and that powerful and that they're it's a career for a, for a lot of people but over the years you've obviously been looking into various different aspects of, of, of gaming and the different psychological impacts that it might have what are some of the maybe just misconceptions that you feel are most prevalent out there that you think should be time to put to bed that
3: g- people who play games are antisocial. Uh, that's a big one game are incredibly social. Even single-player games are social. I mean, our PlayStations are networked with achievement boards and chat rooms and all sorts of things like that. That's a big one. And then, of course, the violent video game argument, which I has been beat to death. Um, you know, we've done thousands of studies that was a bad analogy we've done thousands of studies looking at the impact of violent video gameplay um and there's been no impact on on real world aggression or real world propensity to commit violent crime uh, so that one that one needs to go we still see that one in the headlines periodically
2: and how do you see it changing then because i'm noticing kids have their ipads now they're playing roblox minecraft you know totally different to what we would have grown up with what are we going to see in the next 10 years do you think
3: oh goodness i think more virtual reality um, more augmented reality and then you know, then people will say, "Oh, those those 2D games weren't so bad. It's the virtual reality mm-hmm. that's really bad now." And we'll just see it continue on the same old, same old.
1: So then, for, for your for yourself, then what would be your go to games that you, your your preferred games to play now when you get a bit of downtime?
3: Oh, I love myself uh, role playing games. So Final Fantasy, Legend of Zelda those kinds of games but I have three small children so it's more like Animal Crossing check my mail <laughs> things that I can do really quick
1: yeah do you know what we should do as well like for the last hour of the show maybe that we could just bring the Playstations in studio and just be playing live on the air and we'll be like yeah it's fine we're streaming this is work we have to get around it some way but um, you, I know you um release a lot of really interesting videos on the topics of you know uh, the psychological impact of gaming and the different research that comes out when things are linked to gaming and you debunk a lot Lot of maybe misleading articles or headlines that come out. Um, what? Where's the best place to kind of follow you online on your YouTube and your social medias?
3: Yes, you can follow me on Twitter at Dr. Coert. That's D R K O W E R T. And on YouTube, you can find me at Psychgeist. P S Y C H G E I S T. Brilliant. Well, thank you
2: so much for taking the time to chat to us.
0: You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. FM 104.